When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sit in friends in the morning, 77 WABC. No, banana rama, you can't go wrong. President Trump, I did miss out on him again last night. Missed him uh, two weeks ago when he got arrested. I took Gabe to the Met-Yankee game last night. It was at my red carpet premiere for Gravesend with I know, with Trump and uh, Carrie Lake, who was in with me for a full hour a couple days ago. But I'm sure my next guest was there. In fact, my next guest will be golfing, which he's done a lot lately, with President Trump this afternoon and on his very popular 2 p.m. Sunday weekend show, he's going to have the president on. Now, he knows him a little bit because, well, he worked with him for four years. And, of course, his father is one of the president's best friends and confidants. I'm talking about, of course, Andrew Giuliani. Andrew, good uh, good Friday morning, pal. How are you? Well, Sid, happy Friday morning. Happy almost Independence Day. And thank you very much for having me on. You know, I'm talking to you right now from the beautiful Trump National in Bedminster. It is a gorgeous morning out here, and I'm very much looking forward to having the 45th, and as you said in your interview, very possibly the 47th president of the United States coming back on WABC this Sunday at 2 o'clock. That is great, and uh, you're going to do a great job. You guys have a nice relationship. I mean, I don't. I guess uh, on, on the top of my head, you enjoy, you, you've played golf now with Trump like three times the last couple of weeks. Yeah, we have been getting to play a little more golf. You know, getting off the campaign trail for me gave me the opportunity to play a little bit more golf. You don't, might not want to tell John Casamitini <laughs> I'm playing quite as much golf as possible. <laughs> he's signing the current checks for me over here. But uh, my former boss certainly uh, likes a little bit of golf. So in this game, I'll tell you what, for a guy who is running for president, it's pretty darn good. He's hitting the ball long and straight. He's putting the ball well. Uh, and he's still uh, pretty yeah. captivating at rallies. Doing all that. <laughs> yeah, pretty good, yeah. In fact, he, had a, uh, he put up something a couple of weeks ago when Biden fell off the stage when he spoke at the Air Force <laughs> Academy. So he's got a clip of Biden falling off the stage. And the very next clip, Andrew, is Trump hitting a tee shot like 400 <laughs> yards at 77 years old just to show you the difference when it comes to strength, and not just physical strength, but obviously a mindful strength, which is why we need Donald Trump back so badly. So when you're out there with him again today, as you've done so many times the last couple of weeks, hitting that golf ball, does he talk about politics? Well, what is he – you're talking about five hours. What does he talk about? Yeah. So actually, the last time I played with him, Sid, was the day that he, the day after he found that he was going to get indicted in the Jack Smith investigation. The thing that was amazing, he was certainly was fielding calls. It felt like almost every minute that day. He'll normally hold his calls, but he certainly interrupted the round a few times for uh, important calls. The thing that was amazing to me, though, is just how positive he was, how optimistic he was during all of this. Right? You think you're getting indicted now. For the second time, you know, this is a federal indictment. This is the first time a sitting president, I'm sorry, a president 
has done this. Um, it's kind of amazing to see how the guy still continues to take all these arrows in the back and is just as positive as he possibly is. So, look, sometimes he'll talk about this. The one thing I can say, though, did, and I remember playing with him the day that he ended up killing Baghdadi, and he ended up pressing the, pressing the button for that. He never, ever revealed anything that there was anything going on. So any, anything regarding any type of classified intel, anything regarding any type of special mission that was going to put U.S. troops' lives at risk is an absolute steel trap on that stuff. But, yeah, of course, he always will talk a little bit about the current indictments, what's going on, the state of our country. Um, you know, one of the things I'm looking forward to asking him, obviously, on top of whether or not the FBI or the DOJ is fixable, is asking him what he thought as a grandfather at the gay pride parade of this group coming out and saying, we're coming for your children. What does that mean for him? Not just as a former president, maybe future president, but as a grandfather. So there's a whole lot to, uh, to ask him. I actually would love some advice from you. What do you think I should ask him as you interviewed him so well just recently? <laughs> well, I appreciate you saying that. Thank you. And, and look, I, you know, I think uh, for me, the shining moment, I, I had him on the day after the CNN interview, so there's a lot of easy stuff to get to. But, Andrew, for me, I just asked him flat out. I said, look, you've run twice before, and I get the feeling you've got the fire in the belly now more than ever. Because the truth is, no matter what he says, uh, 2016, he did not think he was going to win. 2020, he thought he was going to win. Now you got 2024. He needs to win. So he admitted to me here on the air that I think you're right, Sid. I think, yes, I do want this one more than uh, more than the rest. You know what it is? I like to, uh, to take him out of his comfort zone and every now and then talk about stuff that he doesn't talk about every single day. And for example, yeah. you know, you're, you're a big-time golfer. You're playing golf with him today. He's, uh, he's a live golf guy. You know, we just a couple of days ago, we saw that deal getting done, three different entities, which the big ones, of course, are PGA and live. I'd like to yeah. get something on that from Donald Trump. Absolutely. I think even HBO Sports admitted this is the sports story of the year, looking at this merger and the way the PGA Tour has kind of done this complete 180. And, and uh, so it'd be fascinating. He predicted it a year ago. But I mean, even thinking about talking a little bit about artificial intelligence, the, the power that you're dealing with is that whether or not he thinks that's something to harness, whether he thinks that's dangerous. So you're right. Something that's that he can't go on his greatest hits monologue of. I'm I'm sure he probably will. He'll be able to probably get some certain good stuff in there. But it'd be nice to get a couple of different takes from him that maybe he hasn't gotten from uh, from anybody else. So give me uh, one more. And again, folks, you're listening to Andrew Giuliani. does a terrific show, 2 p.m. every Sunday. I'm proud of him. And he's got President Trump coming on this Sunday. And he worked with the president for four years, him and his dad, very close with Trump. So it promises to be a very intimate, terrific conversation. Give me your thoughts. I mean, right now he's burying DeSantis. It's not even close. Some say, Sid, it's early. It's not early, folks. It's not. Now, it's not late, but it's not early. What are your thoughts right now on Trump beyond the primary? Is he electable? Can he win the general election? Well, that's the that's the billion dollar, trillion dollar question. When you think about what's going to get spent on these campaign ads uh, and the campaign trail here, I think he absolutely is electable. I, I think. When you look at it, we're talking about five or six states that he's going to have to focus and see whether or not he can pull enough independents and blue dogs in those states. I think the thing that concerns me the most, Sid, is nothing that's in his control. It's when you look at the Pennsylvanias, the Arizonas, and the Wisconsin. We'll take those three states, which are going to be swing states. The people who ran the election in Pennsylvania in 2020, they're now the governors, the secretaries of state, Hobbs and Shapiro. 
Same thing in Wisconsin, where in Wisconsin they lost the Supreme Court. I know the state legislature got a little bit more conservative, but they lost the Supreme Court. Can they trust the election in those states? And does he have a plan to make sure that Mm. the problems that he has talked about time and time again in those states, does he have a plan to make sure that they can overcome that? That's a big deal. And again, I'm just a couple of days removed from Carrie Lake in these studios. I know you were with Carrie at Bedminster last night, and she got job the same way out in the state in uh, in Arizona. She feels like she won that thing relatively easily, but Hobbs is the governor, not her. So that is a major concern on the way out here, Andrew. I've got so many friends who say, listen, I love Trump. I'm voting for Trump. But the truth mm-hmm. is, it's not going to matter. And it's sad right. to hear that in 2023. Absolutely. And I think that's why he has to have a plan to make sure he can assure other Americans that this is the plan. This is what we saw in 2020. And this is what we plan to do. I want to say in November of 2024, but we know that it's become really yeah. election month or election season. So this is what we plan to do for election season of 2024 to make sure that your vote counts and to make sure that we can trust our election process. What time is uh, tee off for you guys? You know what? It's whenever the president says it. It's amazing. You know, if we were playing at Rosenberg National or Giuliani National, it might be whenever we said it as well. So we're, we're planning for 830, but it could be 9, could be 930. It's just a matter of what world leader is going to call them between now and <laughs> It's funny. It's true. Well, listen, uh, have a great time out there this morning. Give my regards to, uh, to the president. We're all looking forward to your interview coming up at 2 p.m. on Sunday. It promises to be great. So enjoy today. Enjoy Sunday. We'll talk again soon, buddy. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks for coming on. Sid, thanks for having me, and congratulations on the continued success. You're kicking you-know-what, and we'll see you very soon. All right, Andrew. Thank you, buddy. There he is, Andrew Giuliani. Make sure you listen. Got a great show every Sunday afternoon at 2 o'clock. And, yes, as he's about to tee off with President Trump in New Jersey this morning, he will have President Trump live coming up on Sunday. All right, we're going to talk to Arthur Idala coming up next. Obviously, the Supreme Court's decision to overturn affirmative action, which is a great, great, great decision in these college admissions. That is uh, number one for Arthur this morning. So we'll talk to Artie Idala coming up next. And a great guest list the rest of the way, which includes Norman Seabrook, Brian Kilmeade, former NFL star quarterback Bernie Kosar, New York Post columnist Michael Goodwin, Chris Marmondo, great actor from Gravesend, and Daniel Penny's attorney Thomas Kniff. All those guys still to come on this monster Friday edition of Sid and Friends in the Morning. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.